and welcome to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And together we're Entrepreneurs. A podcast about two gay idiots owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. You've made it to the season finale, everybody. Wow. It's uh, been a long journey this this season. <laughs> it's been the fool's journey, you could say. Indeed. Quite literally. <laughs> I think it's just, uh, I think at this point we need to expect summers to be very long. I mean, did August seem like incredibly long to you? It was yeah, like. Yeah, we're still here. Not when, the, <laughs> not when the podcast comes. Well, yeah. No, no it's we'll coming still... out tomorrow. Yep. All right. Um, yeah. <sighs> we're recording this like pretty much in real time because, uh, yeah. Our schedule's got Usually a little we tight. record like a week ahead. Yeah. yeah. But um, we're a little tight. It'll be good. Uh, yeah, I like to be a little tight, you know, yeah, and you, you just yeah, gotta, you gotta get it out. I'm the most uptight person I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a prude. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome back. So we're going to start off with our uh, predictions. Yeah. What's going to happen we in the fall. We didn't get to do these last season because we did like an off format episode where we went to Disney World and live recorded our, our day-by-day reactions, um, which is a very fun episode. And, and, um, and I'll, yeah, go revisit that episode. Uh, very sweet About to me. witchcraft, witchcraft in Disney World. How do, why being psychic at a major theme park is disgusting. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, But no, we didn't great. do predictions last season. For summer, which is honestly a bit of a shame because this summer has been yeah, uh, this quite summer's a been whirlwind. Buck wild, buck <laughs> wild. There are there are fire there are fires in Louisiana. Uh, yeah, it's been the hottest summer of record. Uh, California it's got very... a hurricane, got a tropical storm slash hurricane. There's one it's barreling very planes, towards trains Florida and right automobiles. Now. Yeah. You, you got a you had a car next or you were on a train next thing you know you're hitchhiking with John Candy you don't you know where you want to go but you don't know how you're going to get there and there's a lot of comedic relief and maybe a strange secret of a romance Ooh. Uh. <laughs> Yeah that's the summer experience I think <laughs> Oh no my flight's delayed let me oh, fall in no. love with a stranger Yeah great Um so you go ahead and start us off um, to start with the the good old faithful. yeah, Henry Kissinger's gonna die. Please. He's gonna die. Henry God damn Kissinger's it. gonna die. We Finally. sacrificed a fucking Paul Rubin this summer, and yet Henry Kissinger, li- Pee Wee Herman. Oh, that's I yeah yeah I you know what funny story yesterday I gave a sticker to a girl and. It was one of like Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton and Pee Wee Herman, and she was just like, "Is Dolly Parton dead?" And I was like, "No, but Pee Wee Herman is." So I, she was like, "I don't get the connection." I was just like, "I don't know." Anyway, they're both, they're both um, camp icons. Thank you, thank you, Kayleen. Yeah, always crossing the dots. What had yeah. happened was this makes sense because yeah, they're both they're both gay <laughs> camp icons. Okay. Yeah, Tina Turner's Leave dead. Brittany alone. Sinead O'Connor's dead. Pee Wee Herman's yeah. dead. And yet, that fucking monster lives to see another day. 
Harry Only Belafonte. Only the good die young. Come on. Da, 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 da. Only the good die young. Um, I think that this fall is going to be chill. Um, yeah, I just feel like this summer was a bit too much. Oh, I think COVID's going to get bad. I feel like COVID already Oh, I mean, is it already is. Bad. It already is. I don't yeah. even know that's a, if that's a prediction. It's like ripping through everyone I know. Yeah. So apparently well, the I new mean, variant is named Eris, which I think is actually kind of a cool name. I think it's better than yeah. Omicron. Omicron. Got sick Delta. of that one. Got a little sick of those. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, think Delta Airlines no- was like called up the CDC and was like, so what can we do? About the name. I want thing. to be a household. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no press is bad press. That's how I see it. Yeah. Um, well, people I don't know. Are I dumb feel like I'm and just... they're getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> Their brain fog is not going away. Um, but that's going to be my prediction, I guess. Yeah, like it's going to get worse. There's going to be. I think there might be some like mask mandates. I don't know if they'll be like. No, I think the government is going to continue to pretend it doesn't exist. Well, it depends. Like, state governments will, like, do it. So I would not be surprised if something like that happened in Colorado, personally. I could see that happening here. Um, all right. That's my prediction. Yeah, no. I think um, I think the federal government's not going to do shit because they just... It's uh, an election year. It, well, they just got all the federal uh, benefits for COVID ripped away. Everybody got kicked off their health insurance and... Student loans are coming back and blah, blah, blah. So they're not going to reverse all of that. They're just going to continue to put their heads in the sand and let everybody fend for themselves. Um, so that's great. By but you way, know what's I fine? Ass play. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You heard it here, everybody. But we're No mouth to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Kayleen, you're up. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I think... I do think we're going to have, like, a feisty late-season hurricane again. We haven't had one of those Mm. since, like, 2020. Um, I think we're going to get, like, a weird, like, October hurricane. Like, when we think it's all calmed down. Just because everything's been so lingeringly hot here, I feel like the Gulf is just kind of churning. Um... I think I think we're gonna get it's good. I think the fall. I also think that we're gonna get like an absurdly cold winter to balance out the obscenely hot summer. I I okay. I'm with you on late uh, end of fall hurricane. Um, but I'm I come with the plot twist. North we northeast. It's coming for you. I don't know if you've been looking at like the hurricane oh, it's been tracks, a while. It's been a minute. Like, well, a lot of these major hurricanes this season have been going um, to the fucking Arctic because <laughs> like, it's hot. I don't know if you've um, like the North Arctic region is like extremely hot right now. Um, so that's fun. Um, my prediction. Oh, OK. So this is what my friend said um, who works in politics and she thinks everybody else who like everybody else she works in politics with like this is what they're saying and I think it'll probably become like more apparent this fall honestly Kayleen if you say everybody already knows that leave me alone okay it's my prediction okay (laughs) so um 
for it's I think this fall it's going to be apparent that the runoff for the election is going to be Biden Trump again. Great. I haven't been following it closely <laughs> enough because it 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 bums me out. So, uh, yeah, I it's feel definitely like- something that's happening. That's like, wow, that's this is very uh this is definitely how a stable society operates. Yeah, this man who's just being indicted, just like left and right, is like, I'm the next candidate for president. Yeah, that happens in very stable countries that are not on the verge uh-huh. of collapse, historically yeah, we, speaking. Yeah, um, we love we love a convicted war criminal for president. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yay! I mean, it has been, like... Honestly, I think it, I'd rather have it be Trump than DeSantis. I don't even think DeSantis is polling well. No, honestly. he's not. He has because he has like zero charisma. Yeah, um, he's just kind of flopping. He's, he's he doesn't have the old razzle. I mean, that's what you, you say what you will. Uh, I saw I saw a bit um, on like on Facebook or Instagram where it was like a, a clip of a stand-up show. This guy was like Donald Trump. Not a great president, but a pretty good comedian. <laughs> like, no, honestly, his mugshot is so slay. I was just like, yeah. what in the Disney villain is this? Like, I was like, honestly, yeah. work. I could, if, if I would, I could never have a mugshot that looked that evil. No, and, like, the mugshots in general. Like, I was like, I was like, slay. what are the girls in Fulton County doing behind the, the <laughs> camera? Because. Those mugshots that were coming out last weekend were just, like, slay after slay. There's, like, did you see the one of, like, the woman who I think was, like, uh, Kanye's press secretary that tried to, like, flip a, like, tried to manipulate an election? And she looks full on, like, like, like there's a demon inside of her, but. Oh, my God. Like, she's, like, direct eye contact with the camera, like, head way down, like, Chucky smile. It's incredible. Oh, I've got to look that up. Yeah. I, well, I, for one, am happy that the villains of our time are act, finally fucking acting like it. All right? right? We have a camp opportunity, and I think it is irresponsible not to take it. If you're Like I've been saying, I don't care if you're evil, but you just need to fully step into it and just be evil and don't pretend that. Yeah, I think so, Trump, Cruella DeVille is the next yeah. ticket. She's, she's <laughs> going to be vice president. Yeah. Oh I my think gosh. That's it. Yes. Long Please. cigarette holder, um, big fur coat. This is what we want <laughs> in office. I mean, honestly, it's very like Hunger Games, right? Because right. they really played into like the camp. So, I mean, if not now, when? Truly. Who knows how long we're going to have internet for? <laughs> yeah, um, let's enjoy. So, so we're going to hop into some announcements before we go on our fall break. Yep. Uh, we are still enrolling for our Apocalypse Magic Slumber Party. Um, yeah, so if you have not heard about it yet, we are so excited for our first annual annual uh, retreat in New Orleans. And oh my God, Kayleen, you're not going to believe what's happening on the 28th what? of October. What? An eclipse. Whoa. <laughs> We're getting all of that energy straight funneled straight into the fucking retreat yeah (laughs) kayleen just like wiped her face i um i'm an eclipse goblin like i there's something about the energy um that is very like very transformative i think it is the most 
powerful transformative energy that exists um and there's a lot of like flack around it because it's just Meanwhile, like it's too much yeah but it's Me like with the, five cancer yeah, saturday like i'm already tired i'm already tired yeah so it's the saturday before halloween in new orleans which is going to be like the the thinnest veil around so it's going to be absolutely transformative um we are so excited to have you we have an application on our website, so go ahead and we still sign have a few up, slots fill that left. out, and we're gonna you're gonna be with some of the, like the most iconic, amazing, innovative entrepreneurs uh, this side of the country. Unless if somebody you know from Poland wants to come, we're very happy to have you. Or Belgium, um, Belgique, Belgique, mon ami. Um, okay, and then. We are still enrolling when this comes out for a few more days. On September 1st, we're doing Free Me Fall. It is the sister program to Hit Me Spring. So we're going to be dancing every day and we're going to be fucking sexy about it. Um, we are like opening signed up. this portal. Yeah, she is, baby. We're opening this portal and dancing our way into a new identity essentially um because seduction and, and and we're really going to be focusing on like more self-seduction and like just really leaning into it and like getting to know our body getting to know ourself our desires our power our agency um through that funnel so fill that go to my instagram for that um free me fall sign up join us and then next season um we are going to be doing a live recording. Um, that's about all the details we know right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> more to come. But uh, yeah, if you're in New Orleans, keep an ear out because we're going to be doing a live recording um, at a really cool venue. Uh, but we're still kind of working on all the details, but we wanted to tease it. Yeah. So a lot happening over here. Um, but because this is, is we're about to be in uh, Q4, baby, which is like. Let's get ready to rumble, um, which I'm personally so Oof. excited for. Yeah, no fucking kidding. Um, we are going to wrap up our tarot journey, and it has been yeah. quite a journey. Honestly, a good one, Kayleen. I, I think it's like, you know, sometimes we have those eight... Eight of cup pulls, or I mean, honestly, this one was very like, do it, do it, you know, like kind of. I said what sexy. I said. Yeah. <laughs> so we start off the season right, with two it. of cups. Yeah. We start out the season with two of cups, um, which is like all about like partnership and just like, I would just say like two of cups is just like such a yes card. Um, and then we go into the moon. Which I don't, I don't really know what the moon's all about. <laughs> I don't know the the shadows, the underlayer, the uh, what lies beneath. Yes. Um, and then no, it's we a little lighten feral. up again. Yeah, maybe a little werewolfy. And then we go into two of cups again. Yay! And then the fool. I mean, honestly, I feel like two of cups and the fool is like very same. Very much the same because you become the fool. Because I think of Two of Cups as like kind of like falling in love. And then I also think of the fool just like stumbling into any situation that's like exciting. <laughs> um, 
And then from the fool, we go to Queen of Wands. So whatever you started, like, you're in it, baby. You're in it full force. You're doing great. And then we go to Nine of Wands. We might have done it a bit too hard and we need to rest, which is honestly, like, very normal. If you were – I would say if you were really embodying the Queen of Wands, you're going to Nine of Wands after. Yeah. Um, Which is also – it is what it is because the Nine isn't, like – defeated it's just like i gotta take a, a rest yeah you gotta um, chill out if you want to make it to the finish line you gotta and then lay down and then you, you all burn did, out you guys all did such a good job you entrepreneur queers did such a good job that out of the nine of wands you got a queen of wands again yep so you did a really good job this summer i don't know if you have heard that or if anybody's told you that but this nice lady on the podcast is proud of you <laughs> good job it's been quite a it's been quite a interesting summer for sure um and i've already got the the last card so you want to know what it is yeah i do yeah uh we've got the five of wands oh so we are ready for chaos baby talk about getting ready for q4 uh yeah all of this journey has been to prepare you for what's about to come, which is a wild roller coaster to end out the year, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, kind of looking at the cards before it, it really, it, I see it like laying a foundation of like creating partnerships, investigating your shadow, uh, owning your authority while balancing out like restorative rest. So that you are, like, fully capable of tackling, like, chaos and um, the activity that's coming forward. So in the traditional, like, writer weight, the the Five of Wands is, like, just people with sticks hitting each other. Um, And I feel like the energy of it is very much like, are you trying to fight or are you trying to fuck? And I know this is like one of your uh, favorite cards. I would say it's like a guilty favorite card because it's like definitely kind of like more chaotic. Um. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they're all these people are. But like, here's the thing, too, is like they're fighting with sticks. They're not fighting with swords like the Mm -hmm. the energy is not, not like a fight to the death. It's like conflicts mm-hmm. that we can work through. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like a sense. Sometimes you just got to get all that. You got to lay all that shit out and get it out and mm-hmm. and whack a few sticks around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As a Mars ruled woman, I love Mars energy. I, I'm, I think typically the least violent uh, option is just like handling it is a confrontation. Right. Like when people right. tell me like. I don't like confrontation. I'm like, that is like, what are you talking about? You don't like to yeah. advocate for yourself. You don't like to advocate for other people. You don't like to like do what's, do you have, you no convictions in this world full of sin. So <laughs> I really, I think, uh, yeah. So we have quite a break fight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kaylee I think it's a lot a, more eloquent, you know, we have a uh, nice foundation laid. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, it's about, Knowing, like, anytime I pull that card, especially in relation to work, I'm just kind of like, well, all right. I think, I guess everything around me is going to be chaos or 
conflict or there's going to be a lot, just a lot going on. And I have to step in to be the queen of wands and tell everybody to settle down and get everything. Yeah. And I also don't think, I don't think it's very um, popcorn either. I think like a lot of times, like you're in it. It is, it is what it is. So um, enjoy. Okay. So that, oh, okay. I looked up the astrological influence and this is interesting because we're still in Leo Venus retrograde. Um, the astrological influence is Saturn in Leo. So I think that can also mean like growth through yelling. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, it, yeah, I think it is important to just keep in mind that this is not like deadly conflict. It's like necessary energetic conflict and chaos. Like it's something that mm-hmm. needs to be released and worked through. Uh, and mm-hmm. and in that way, it's very healthy uh, and necessary to keep you balanced. Yeah. Beautiful. So let's hop in to the main dish. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. All right. So <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about our like unhinged journaling process yeah Um, me and Kayleen have hit a milestone in our relationship and we have like finished a journal almost at the exact same time I finished yesterday and she has three more pages in hers so you could say we're engaged wild Uh (laughs) uh-huh we're linked forever so when did when did you start yours so mine actually and my journal is like pretty big it's like a full like I would say it's like an eight and a half mm-hmm. by 11 multi-page journal. I started mine at the very beginning of the year. Um, oh. I started literally, well, no, actually I found, I started it in November of last year. That's when the first entry is, but I mm-hmm. actually started writing in earnest um, leading up to my retreat in the woods uh, at the beginning of January. So um, I, I did go on a long hiatus. Like, I started the year journaling every day, and then sometime around Mardi Gras really fell off because shit got crazy. But I would say I started back again in earnest in July. And so this is, this right here, like, maybe the first third of it is Mm -hmm. November to July, the remainder of it, the remaining two thirds is July to now, which is like mm-hmm. two months. So mm-hmm. it's really like a testament, like a very visual reminder that like cons- what you can do and accomplish with a lot of consistency. And the thing that really mm-hmm. um, ignited, reignited my, uh, like kicked my ass into it was starting the artist way. That'll do it. That'll How, do what it. What week are you on, Kayleen? I'm on week five. I, I, I was going to say nice, but I said guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. the artist way is very life-changing work. And, and I would say, uh, like... At the very least, it will help you journal more. Yeah, I would say even, like, when I feel like I'm not super on top of, like, the weekly homework, I am journaling every morning, three pages a day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm maintaining that consistency for the most part. Um so even if I have to, like, go back and catch up on the, like, artist's homework, 
for the week. Um, I do that. It just, I'm not always on the right timeline for it. So, but I I value it for nothing else than to just kind of like carving out like an hour of my morning. I'd say like 40 minutes Mm -hmm. to an hour to really write Mm -hmm. three pages um, by hand on a big fucking a big yeah. eight and a half by 11. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny though. I was looking, you're not supposed to read your past artist uh, morning pages. And I didn't, but I did notice that like my handwriting size has changed when it started. I was like really trying to like, bi- I had big handwriting, um, really trying to like speed through the three pages as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's really gotten a lot more compact. Um, Interesting. As I've, continued yeah i also started doing morning pages um i've done the artist way like a couple years ago but i i feel like in the spring i started doing morning pages again and one thing that i really like to do the morning pages for is i think it is a great thing a for anybody just like get it out the idea is to do it before like your brain switches into like I'm alive mode after you sleep. Right. Um, so I think the morning pages are really good, especially for anybody who doesn't know what they want, because you can just like process a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of like, my morning pages are just stream of consciousness to do lists. Like mm-hmm. of like what my day is supposed to look like and what I hope to accomplish. And even though I don't go back and reference it, it helps me organize my brain in the in the morning um, so that I can like process and have a have kind of like a plan for the day. Yeah. Um, So I just started a new journal, so I will kind of like walk you through how I do it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a burnal journal, but I but I do have like certain things I like to do so the first page I set the intentions for the journal um of like what we're gonna work through and I just kind of honestly I use like the year ahead spread I do with like Kayleen to kind of like suss out that energy and also just like how I'm feeling energetically um like last month was all about money and like last journal that was like the main thing um to like sift through that um make some money and then like this one is all about like saying yes and adventure um so that's like I do like one page of just kind of like I would say probably more like channeled intentions and then I pull some like tarot cards for the theme um I do three and I kind of see like how they work together so for this uh new journal it's six of pentacles the chariot and page of swords So to me, this means a lot of like swiftness, Um, a lot of like speed, like we're just like, this is like a yes journal, like I'm in a yes period of my life. And then I pull a couple Oracle cards as well. Um, And then I like write out my calendar. And then I have a page where I track the moon cycles. And I do a summary of like each moon cycle like every like few days uh so I can kind of see like what's going on with that um sometimes I track my spending and like how much I make too um that's like not always and then I usually have like a book list of things to go and then I have all my to-do lists and my um 
morning pages. So yeah, I would say I also probably like journal probably more towards like an hour and a half to two hours a day because sometimes I'll just like take a long time. Yeah. (laughs) And then I like to write also like throughout the day. But I think that there's so much – I've also started another exercise that I think is really fun. Um, It's like a manifestation exercise. And I have started writing things about myself from the point of view of somebody else, how that person is interpreting me and my energy. Um, I've kind of like started scripting that way because I also think like sometimes it can be really like – exhausting to write about your emotions from your point of view um but like we have so many points of view that we can write about so if you want to like write your dream life and what you want it to look like I actually gave some advice to somebody the other day um I've been doing advice on uh on fake gurus instagram and I was like how do I create this and I was like write it from the point of write like what you want the reality to look like from the point of view from a jealous enemy and so then you can say things like oh my gosh behavior so yeah everything just happened so easy for her and and she just doesn't even deserve it and like she's not even that pretty you know just like really get into it because it's like you you can have people think that way or you can think that way about yourself but you can still create a reality you know like that's what authors do right it's like world building it's the same kind of like just be a think of, think about it like a playwright really so that's a peek into my process yeah i um i'm still figuring it out i think this is the very first journal i've that wasn't like an actual journal that i would call a journal and not just like a an a work notebook or a bullet like a planner that i've filled out to completion so I'm still figuring out my like process and what works. But one of the things I, I got, I think, from a TikTok that I really love is that the first page is dedicated to the protector of your journal, which um, oh, for yeah. me is, is Kate Bush. I found all Good. these um, Good. I found all these photos of her dressed as Joan of Arc. So Ooh. I printed those out. And then lyrics to this Kate Bush song called Lily, which has the line, um, child, you must protect yourself. I'll show you how with fire which is like a song that's like been kind of coming up a lot for me in the last like year around November when I started this journal was I think the first time I had really heard that song. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the lyrics to that song and some writing is on the very first page. Um, I also tried to track um, the different kinds of media I consumed. So Oh, that's a good one, Kaylee. Yeah, Yeah. movies and live performances, um, books, Books, TV shows, and um, musical discoveries, like songs, like a song that I really, like, like, jived with when I heard it. Um, That makes a lot of sense to track because that's definitely, like, sculpting your subconscious as well. Yeah. I also have a a page for wish lists, like. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah, I mean, physical thing like, splurges, essentials, projects I'm working on that I'd like to, like, throw money towards or see go in certain directions. Mm-hmm. I have affirmations. I have morning pages. I have our – we do um, – we do – Anna and I do polls for the right. seasons, our astrological seasons. So those are all in here. 
Um, really, I think what I'm moving towards is the idea. Oh, I all the all the summer house projects I wanted to include. I have a, a spread for that. Um, I do a lot of uh, check-ins around what I want my ideal day to look like and my routines. Yeah, so that's I, a good one. I write those out. I have the I like sometimes I just like take a page and I like collage random shit that's in my pockets, like receipts cool. and like plane yeah. tickets and business cards and like I have our French language map to Magic Kingdom from when we went to yeah. Disney World, um, and like a ticket to the museum. Um, one of the things I did when I was trying to catch up and I was feeling like I was feeling overwhelmed with the fact that I hadn't journaled in like months and also kind of just like trying to shake off the guilt like that I had with that because right. this was a goal I set at the beginning of the year and I didn't feel like I hit it is that I divided the page into like eight parts and I was like this mm-hmm. and I, I picked eight topics that I really wanted to just like get out of my brain and onto the page, and I was like, "You have this much space to talk about it," mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that yeah. was kind of cool. And it was also creating like visual interest. Um, I think that's can be good to because uh, I like to write in different directions also, and then this yeah. is also a good one. Um, I've done this before uh, for like more creative writing, but like taking a piece of paper and like, or like having a long scroll or something and then stand and just like write differently. I think a lot of times like what you did there, like, like changing the physicality of it can change how your brain processes things. So even if it's just like dividing your paper up into a wheel, like it doesn't have to, like it it doesn't have to be linear, right? It doesn't need to be this certain way. You can, Right. And I, I find like, that you will write are, and think differently if you just change a little thing like that. Blank pages can be really intimidating. So if there's anything you can do to try to, like, change your perception of it. Exactly. Then do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I I like to play with fun markers and different colored pens and scrapbooking strategies. And the thing that I'm really trying to move towards is only having one notebook that I work out of. Like, as a person Mm -hmm. who, like, loves paper and, you know, I'm a Virgo rising and I have, like, I have a lifetime of, like, half-empty journals and planners and stuff, um, but also I'm a compulsive collector of cute stationery, really just trying to make it so that I have one book that I work out of at any given time. Because if you spread your shit out, it becomes more about like the novelty of the item than its use for you, and it becomes less useful. Uh, I'm a, I, I'm the same process. I I also love like I love the dopamine of finishing something. So right. the more I can just have in one place, like let's just yeah. stack these. Yeah, let's um, just fill it out than, and like having different things. Yeah, so like I'm saying, like right now, I have three different notepads besides my journal on my desk. And mm-hmm. I should really just have it, I should have it in, be in one place. So that's what I'm trying to do, especially with my new one, is really consolidate. Um, and that's the thing, is, like, I think for a lot of, like, a lot of my 20s, I tried really hard to create, like, a work-life balance. And for me, I interpreted that as separating my, like, work mm-hmm. from my life. But in reality, like, it's all just a big mess anyway. <laughs> So yeah, why not um, just overlap it all? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm 
I'm the same. I think especially as like a creative and as somebody that is like coming up with ideas and like you just don't know when inspiration's going to strike and frankly right. I think that can happen in any career that you're in. I think anything you do is fucking creative because you can think of something of how to change it how to make your life easier and better and like that's usually gonna come when you're not working and when you're resting and relaxing and you have this stroke of of inspiration and then that will then make your work life easier you know what I mean right so it's like you can try to be like these are separate I can't think about work but like that's just not how things that's Life doesn't work like that. Oh. Especially <laughs> so. when you're an entrepreneur. Like, mm-hmm. especially when you're doing your own. When the I understand if you, like, have a 9 to 5 at a cubicle and you want to leave that cubicle behind at 5.01 p.m. every day. I get it. Have a notebook that lives at work. <laughs> like, but if mm-hmm. you, if your life is your work... And you're working mm-hmm. You have your lots life. of projects. If you're a project person, got a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you just, it's just not juggling. practical. It's not practical to try to divide it, to silo it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's other ways yeah. to find, to create boundaries. Um, and for mm-hmm. me, like, trying to create boundaries that are just in my head just is more stressful to try to enforce. Yeah, I agree. I so. think it's just like... uh it's your process right and do whatever do whatever you want for your process it looks a lot different Um, than it did uh like five or ten years ago and that's okay and like so does so does the world you know like yeah stagnancy even if you watch the the media from like 10 years ago like it's just like i mean it's just the same thing that we keep finding with like the bro book reviews so many of these bro book reviews just do not stand after 2020 like it just doesn't make sense like the collective consciousness has changed too much for these yeah. books to still different be people. relevant. Yeah. Yeah. We are. I'm a different lady. Uh, well, we do not have a bro book for you, book review for you today, but um, leave us some suge- suggestions and I'll be reading over the break. Um, and we'll have some for you next season. We're really excited. What season is that next one going to be? Is it nine? Nine. Wow, that yeah. seems nine. Which means we'll be starting twenty twenty four with season ten. Wow, look at us! Look at <laughs> us! Look at us! Um, beautiful. We are so excited um, to have you here. Thank you for the journey. Um, as always, if you listen to the episode, let us know. We love to get some feedback on it. Um, we love to like kiki with our listeners. Um, so for the break, you can find me at, uh, the dot fake guru on Instagram and Tiki talk. Yeah. You could find me at, uh, swamp witch with four eyes. Uh, yeah. Great. Thanks everybody. Entrepequeers.com or entrepequeers pod podcast. Um, on Instagram in the break. Miss you. Love you. Bye. Have a gay day.